Welcome to Leaders on the Rise, Season 2, Road to a Million and Beyond. I'm your host, Lydia Pierre, also known as the Corporate Socialite. In this season, we're going to be talking to some of the most successful and inspiring business leaders of our time about their journey to reaching millions in revenue. We're going to be diving into the nitty gritty of what it takes to build a successful business from finding the great idea to executing on that idea and scaling it to the next level. We'll also be talking about the challenges and obstacles that these leaders had to overcome along the way and how they were able to overcome them. If you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, then this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's get inspired. Hello there, and welcome to Leaders on the Rise, Road to a Million and Beyond. And today we have a very special guest who's going to be talking to us about helping women soar in different areas of their life, whether it's personal or professional, and the ways that she helps them to break through those barriers that usually hold them back when it comes to those different things. And her name is Sharia Stalling. She is the CEO and founder of She Soars LLC. Welcome to the show, Sharia. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited about where this conversation, this discussion is going to go. Absolutely. Me as well, because you know what? I love, I, I love being able to talk about the the importance of understanding both sides of the coin when it comes to being a professional and how much that personal aspect of a person really taps into that. Cause I know in business, in the corporate world, they teach us to separate those two things, right? Like one doesn't affect the other, but me and you know a lot better than that. <laughs> Yes. Especially being women. Um, and and what makes us unique and special is that everything does connect. Everything does kind of work together and support each other. That's why we love communities. That's why we love to bring people together and all of that great stuff. So through She Stores, I would love to see how you help women to be able to not only be able to bring those two parts of them together to be able to work cohesively, but how you help them to push past and grow in those different areas. So tell us about you, how you are, who you are, and why you are. Thank you so much, Lydia. So as you mentioned, I'm Sharia Stallings, founder and managing director of SheSource LLC. I have 20 years in the industry of um, business, marketing, communications, And my business, in a nutshell, we're all about transformational leadership. There is no success if we don't see change, right? There has to be progress. My motto is that I just want to be better than I was yesterday. We want to constantly be growing. So SheSource LLC is a transformational leadership and professional development organization where we help women identify blind spots that create and create barriers to their success. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I love that because a lot of times, especially in this space where we're always challenged, we're facing masculine and feminine energy and all those things. A lot of times we, we suppress the parts of us that makes us who we are as women in order to kind of fit the mold of corporate America and all of that. And I feel like that kind of creates those blind spots that you're mentioning, because what makes us unique is our intuition, our sensing, our ability to see things that others don't see. So when we suppress that to live up to that masculine 
you know, idea of what it means to be in the corporate world, we kind of lose that part that makes us special. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about those blind spots that women tend to experience as a result. So with, I'll take a step back right where you where you, where you are in the nature of my business with me 20 years um in the in in with with a business background. I also 20 years in the engineering field. So when you speak about suppression, yes, I have over the 20 years of my career have often been the only female wow. in the room. And so with that, I had to learn that there is something special when you show up as yourself. Yes. And it's what's needed, right? The big word, the big phrase today is about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And in order for that to happen, you have to bring all of yourself into the room. And lean into those, what I'm going to call courageous conversations, those hard, con- those hard conversations. And once again, not, not, su- not suppress, you know, not suppress those things. Yes, absolutely. Excuse me. Um, yes, because I, I find even as a woman and navigating Relationships in general, be it professional or personal relationships, there's so many different ways that we can also bring the business part or the corporate part into those personal professional uh, personal relationships. So we find ourselves imbalanced because we don't know where to stop or start when it comes to being that masculine energy and that feminine energy that makes people want to be around you and things like that. Like, how do we learn how to navigate that if we don't really tap in? At the end of the day, I always say, be you, right? There has to be this sense of self-awareness. There has to be a level of mental and emotional intelligence. It is the reason why I am a firm believer of accountability partners, executive coaches, because going back to identifying blind spots, The thing that's interesting, Lydia, about a blind spot, let's take a car, for instance. You're driving, you got your left and, you know, you got your rear view mirror, you got your left and your right mirrors. However, if a vehicle get in a particular spot on the left of you or the right of you, you will not be able to see it. However, all the vehicles and everyone driving around you is very obvious to them. And the first thing they say in their mind, oh my goodness, I hope that person doesn't move over because the car is in their blind spot. We can see it, but the driver can't see it. And that is why when it comes to looking at those blind spots, having those accountability partners, having those coaches, being open to the feedback being open to the feedback, that feedback is just information, Lydia. It's not positive. It's not negative. It is just information. That's and if right. we find that the same thing keeps kicking up, it's just something that we need to make a note of so that it's all about growing, right? right. It's all about getting over that barrier that impedes upon our success. In the end, we have a desire to build a lasting legacy. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Within our, within our businesses. Absolutely. And you know what I love about that analogy you made about the car? Um, for, for me to avoid blind spots, I have those little mirrors in the little corner of my, <laughs> of the rearview mm-hmm. mirror. I have the little ones. Some people call it the grandma mirrors or something, yeah. but I got them off of Amazon and I've just stuck them inside the mirror. So it helps me see the spots that I wouldn't normally see. And I feel like while some people might joke about, oh, you got the little grandma mirrors, like I'm trying to protect myself. So I feel like that's like having those executive coaches. Like I made a decision. I'm going to get an executive coach. I'm going to get a therapist. I'm going to get people to help me see the blind spots to be my mirrors to help me see those blind spots that I can't see because I'm, I don't want to not be protected. So why not go out and get those little mirrors? So I, I really love that explanation you gave, because like you said, it's ha- people see it anyway. They see the cars in your blind spot. So what you're thinking, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening and doesn't mean that you're not exposed. Right. Because I think a to lot a of collision to cause a collision. Right. 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 You're exposed to cause a collision. And yeah, absolutely. So I think it's very important with that analogy that people see that the benefits of not only having those people around you, those accountability partners, coaches, et cetera, but those other people who might not have nothing to do with it, who might see it, you know, there's like, I don't know her, but I'm hoping that they might, you know, they, like you say, the, that feedback loop, you know, that's so important having a feedback loop where you could bounce ideas off of, or at least be open to suggestion because it's for your benefit. And it's something I love that you mentioned the mirror yes. because that is somebody that is a positive approach to feedback. Yes, yes. Basically, that little mirror is what I would call tools for the trade, meaning that what are the things that I need to now incorporate into my life personally? What are the things that I need to incorporate into my business now that I know there is a blind spot? What do I incorporate and add into my life to mitigate and to minimize any of those risks, right? Now, we, we're we not 100% foolproof, but at least when you take in the information, when you do the work, when you, you know, surround yourself yes. with the talent that you need, it, it, it becomes like that mirror. And now you kind of get that 360 angle where, you know, you have that peripheral vision that wasn't available to you before. And what has happened, well, what happened at times, if you're closed off to the feedback, when you're closed off to adding a mentor, a partner, whatever it may be that you need, you will be like the people who tease you about the granny mirror <laughs> that tease you about the granny mirror. Oh, I don't, I don't need that. Hence all the scratches and the dings on the side of the car. Yeah. Or, or the, <laughs> or the panic anxiety that you feel when you, when you sur- swerve and yeah. then someone's honking, yes, I get hit, hit, but the anxiety yes. now, yes. the afterwards, are you driving like this? Cause I- because it's preventable. Yes. It's preventable when we are open. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love it because far too many times have I seen it happen. I'm thinking, oh, if they if they had a mirror, that would 
<laughs> so they can talk about my granny mirror all they want. I'm proud of my mirror. And I'm like that even with mentor. I believe in mentorship so much, mentorship and coaches, um, because I, I really have benefited from having those people. And I and I always tell them, thank you for your service, because they've been through things and challenges and and you know, different obstacles they had to overcome that I may never have to witness myself because they went through it for me. And if I take heed and listen to them and acknowledge that this is someone who's been there, done that, and was able to get through it, then I don't have to go through that same obstacle. Now, some people, they learn through experience, so they have to go through it. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. I will learn from someone else's experience. I will take heed. But there are some people who have to learn by going through it. How do you help those people who might need to kind of learn on their own or navigate those spaces? Like no matter how much you tell them, they just kind of need to go through it. Personally or professionally? Let's start with professional. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> let's yes. stay, let's let let's stay there. One, I really am, I, I call myself an optimist realist. And that is the approach that I give to others, meaning that I try to train as we're having the conversation to see things for for the way that they are. But then I'm optimistic that a solution can be applied. It can be a challenge. It it may be a challenge that we can learn from and and move forward. Now, there are some customers that you may or clients that you may have to say no to if they're cut off from the feedback. But for the most part... If you're showing up, if they're listening to this podcast, for instance, if they're coming to your workshop, my workshops, you know, the events, that means that they want to do better and that they want to be better. They want to get past that, that plateau that they may have hit, you know, to, to go, to go further. But then we got to put the work in. We have 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 to put the work in. And then one of the things that I I, I try to show is one word that I hold on to, um, Lydia, and that is resilience, resiliency, because we're all going to experience setback. There's going to be some things that make us a little bit nervous when we like, did this, this risk too big? Am I jumping out? And, you know, in the deep end of the pool. But as long as we know that our success is contingent upon our ability to bounce back and recover, we will know that, okay, I can take this jump. I have done the work. I've done the research. I have everything lined up. Let I got to jump. I gotta jump you. And even if somebody have to throw out a lifeline, because you know that I have enough, I have things in place to ensure that I will not drown. So if I jump out and I need a lifeline, then I know that I'm resilient. I will bounce back, recover. I will learn okay, what did I not consider? Was there extra wave? Was there an undertow? Okay, now what do we, oh, that, there was a blind spot. Mm. How do I now go back in? Because I'm going back. I'm right. going back. I'm going back. So 
What do I now put in place now to ensure that when I jump again for the second time, because I'm going to bounce back and recover, that now I'm going to, you know, reach, you know, I'm going, I'm going to hit the success that, that I'm looking for. Right. But it's all about resiliency. I love it. Success is contingent upon our ability to bounce back and recover. Yes. Especially as an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. Because you will, I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But like you said, we're going to go back. What are we going to do? Give up at the first sign? Like then the first no. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes the first no comes from yourself, right? Because sometimes we got to move past us. We're in our own way. And I know you help women to kind of tap into that piece. Because I know we talked about the personal aspect as well, right? Because a lot of times in a professional space, some people reach that plateau where they can't move or move past a certain level in their professional career. um, And they don't realize that it's attributed to something that's happening in their personal life because Mm -hmm. it's all connected, right? It's all connected. So talk to us about how we're able to hold that mirror up to ourselves to be able to get out of our own way, see our own blind spots, but also getting the help of a coach to help us in that personal space so that we could succeed in our professional career. And so Lydia, you touched on it uh, in the beginning when you talked about having to compartmentalize in corporate America or you may compartmentalize, you know, your your business image or what you do professionally versus yeah. personally. And I, I remember hearing this phrase, I believe it's a book that um men are like waffles and women is the women they're like spaghetti and basically the waffles you know symbolic of the boxes and of course everyone who's listening this is just a broad stroke this doesn't apply to anyone everyone but basically with the waffle men have this ability ability to compartmentalize things and they can put this on a shelf and still soar succeed reach all types of heights professionally speaking. Okay. Women at times, broad stroke, there there are some outliers, are usually like spaghetti. And so they bring their whole self into everything that they do. And so what I found, and I, I mentioned it, I called it trial by fire, because for me, I'm I'm going to, I'm doing work in corporate America. I've done work in schools, leadership courses in universities, even in, in group homes. Um, and and what I found, I'm thinking, okay, I'm compartmentalizing. We're doing right. leadership workshops and where, you know, I'm helping someone create additional revenue streams and master the art of multiplicity and with when it comes to their clients and or their revenue. And then either in a group session or one-on-one as I'm coaching, I find that, hmm, this 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 plateau this this place where this person is stuck yeah has absolutely nothing to do with their business or their capabilities is because they may have been worrying they're bringing the thought of the sick parent that they may oh. be taking care of or child or whatever it may be women as a whole bring their 
whole self. We're social beings. You know, we also have our good, good girlfriends and that's yeah. like therapy yeah. in, it, in it of itself. But it's what makes us unique. It's, it's what allow us to tap in to reach a level of success that when, when we lean into everything that we are. And so Lydia, I had to step back and find out okay, let's see, is it a matter of this person has isolated themselves and they don't have a spark team? It is, is it, okay. you know, something else going on pers- personally? And, and, and even if I can talk a little bit about the spark team, this is something that was developed within She Swords from a lesson from my grandmother. My grandmother and I, she was very competitive. She was the queen of Connect Four. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that <laughs> game. <laughs> However, you know how how it works. You you win by either getting four checkers, same color across, across vertically, you know, horizontally, vertically down, or um, diagonally. Yeah. And so I use that concept to look at their network and who they're surrounded with. So when it comes to your business, your the horizontal four across will be people within your industry. Okay. How are they networking with like minds in the industry with your connections? Who are they tapping into um, with others that um, may have similar businesses that they can learn from that they glean for? Have they, are they exhausting that? Are they really managing that network? And now when it comes to vertical who are their mentors? Mm. So it goes back to the mentors, the coach, things like that. But then these mentors could even be people that they don't know who inspires them from a distance. It can also be associations, then being tapped into clubs, then going down. Sometimes some people are so driven by their own success that they forget to develop a network where they reach down and pay it forward. That's the down, the vertical down. And then the other piece, which is one of my favorites, is the four cross diagonal. Okay, That is what I call the outliers. So for instance, if you have a photography business, doesn't mean you only have to hang out with photographers or now it's good to join an association because you want to stay um, in tune ahead. You want to know what the industry standards are and what are the new things that are happening in your craft. But maybe you may have to join an association. I don't know, moms that run, girls that, whatever it may be. You may join an association of accountants. You may join an association of engineers, basically, or an association of public speakers, because guess what? Right. We all need photographers. And then you'll be in a circle because it's an out is an outlier that's where you don't have many competitors. Right. Because you join something outside of your network and you'll be surprised the diamonds, you know, that you find, the treasures when you go outside of, you know, the circle that you normally and that usually network with. And yeah. so the model comes out of my late grandmother, who, like I say, she's a mean, 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 you know, you know, competitor. She did not let me win even as a kid. I had to <laughs> learn. I really had to be her. And by the way, she was a sore loser too. But 
<laughs> but the Connect Four is what drove um, really the vision to see what really is surrounding the person because all of this is going to tap into um, their next and yeah. then building a, le- a legacy. Absolutely. And I absolutely love that business, that model when it comes to being able to build that network and those different pieces that really help make you the whole person that you are, right? Because even in the space that I'm in with branding and helping clients, I didn't realize I was doing that. As you're saying it, I'm seeing how I help clients position themselves in that way, especially the diagonal, which you mm-hmm. says the outliers. That's my favorite space to mm-hmm. play in because no one else is playing in that space depending on the industry you're in. So I love that. To be, I love being the outlier myself, to be honest, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll be the only... I'll be the only black woman in the room. I'll be the only girl in the room. Like, and I have, I'm comfortable in those spaces. Like I'm okay with being the, the only yes, one. Yes, and, yes, yes. And for that reason, people are drawn to me because I'm the only one. So now I become mm-hmm. this magnetic kind mm-hmm. of a field. So it's almost as if I bring more attention to me in that space. So people want to know who I am, what I do, because why is she here? And how yeah, is she absolutely. here? Yeah, so absolutely. And you work it, work it. <laughs> work it (laughs) so I teach clients to do the same to not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone I know that sounds so cliche but the way that you put it I really think it really really puts it in a different mindset or mind frame because it's it actually positions you to be able to tap into those networks in a way that is very unique so I really appreciate you positioning it that way Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank my grandmother. <laughs> right. Well, thank, thank you, grandma. <laughs> yes. Yes. So how do you incorporate that teaching into your coaching and your mentorship when you're working with your clients? So there's a few workshops that I want to um, run. There's one that's called Operation 1440. And 1440 is, um, is symbolizes is the number of seconds, the minutes, sorry, that we have in a 24 hour period. And so basically I said, of course, there are some people that's born with certain advantages, but however, generally speaking, when each one of us wake up, we have, we all have 1,440 minutes. And depending, Lydia, what you do with your minute, your hour, your second minute hour, and what I do with mine is going to determine how the next 1440 look and what happens in the month, the year, and five years from today because time goes by like this. And so with that, we start developing plans around that. And so um, with 1440 is all about mastering the art of multiplicity um, and to be consistent. How do we consistently win personally and professionally? And so some of the things that I talk about um, is done. That work is done in, right. in that in that space. Right. That's amazing. I mean, wow. <laughs> and I love the unique spin you put on it. Cause again, in the branding world, it's all about making it unique to you and making it, mm-hmm. you know, something that's memorable. So I love that instead of the typical 24 hours, you broke mm-hmm. it down to the minute because every minute counts, right? Every minute counts. Every yeah. Minute counts. I think that and, really brings that. Yeah, and, when you, and then when you wake up in the morning, I, for me, there's a zeal and an excitement because it's like, I got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And then I become 
the goal is to empower everyone to become more intentional about the choices they make and the relationships that they build. Right. So then you're looking, you know, if you have a family to be intentional about, although we're in the same house, are we actually spending quality time? Oh, right. If I'm sitting here and I have an hour, should I be on the phone? Should I make a couple of calls and reach out and reconnect with prospects as well as check in and on clients that I currently have? And so it makes you intentional Mm. with the time that you have because time, right now, and I will say this, I am so appreciative of even the space that you and I are in right now because there is no amount of money that I can give to you or that you can give to me that would give me back these 30 minutes. Mm. And so that's why while we're together, we have to make it count. Wow. We have to make it count. And that th- those are some of the things that we deal with also in Operation 1440. Now, of course, I don't want the audience to lose this. And I think I'm pretty sure they know what it is that I'm saying. Yes, you're not getting up and like, oh, I'm on my grind. I'm not going to right. sleep. You have to have space for self-care. You have to. So all those things. So you're intentional about your rest. Right. You're intentional about your family time. You're in, you are you just really become intentional once again about the choices you make and the relationships that you build. Operation 1440, we gotta make it count. Absolutely. Be here for it. Yeah. Be here for it. That's the saying I say all the time. Like, I'm here for it, right? (laughs) But but literally being here for it, being present in those moments, because what you said about you might be in the room with someone, but are you really having quality time with that person? You know, because yeah, yeah. You go anywhere these days, everyone's on their phone. You're here, but you're not here. Like it's just their body, but they're in social media world where no one is real. (laughs) Yes. Everything is made so up and everything's highlight reels and that's where they are. But I'm right here in front of you. I'm right, you're not, here. I'm right yeah. here. You could, you could pinch me and I'm here mm-hmm. and you're not taking advantage of that. And it's like, right. and I might not be here tomorrow. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a I'm big like, one. That's a yeah. big one. You might never get this chance again. It allow us to value also each other's time, yeah. right? In terms of, I don't want to make Lydia wait. Mm-hmm. because now things happen. So we, by courtesy, you reschedule, you call, but I want to be respectful and value her time that if I'm an hour late, she could have had lunch with a friend that she didn't connect with a long time. She could have finished a proposal that she needed to get out with a client. Every minute matters. Right. And for us to be respectful also of each other's time. And to also know that when we use the minute to put the work in, career, education, business, it all pays off. It pays off in the end. Right. We're only in competition with ourselves, right? So it doesn't matter if someone look out 
and say, wow, Lydia is doing great things. Sharia, wow, you're doing wonderful things. This is fantastic. At the end of the day, when I look at my 1440 and I look myself in the mirror, only I know if I was playing a small game. I know that although it may look great to you, but that there's more inside of me if I would have used this time wisely. And so are you saying I'm here for it? I'm here for we it. We gotta it's, be here for it. I am here for it. <laughs> you got me on that one because I there's moments that I have where I feel just like that. Like it looks amazing to everyone. It's like, man, Lydia's doing this, she's doing that, she's doing this, and it looks great. And if you're not careful, you'll you'll let that be okay. Yes. If you're not yes. careful, because yes. you because you know for you that was nothing. It's yes. like, oh, so I just threw that together. Or it's just, or you were able to waste a lot of time and still just churn out something at the end. And it was to everyone else's dynamic. And because everyone else thinks it's dynamic, you think, oh, maybe I could just, I don't have to work as hard or do as much. Or, and while that might be true, imagine how much more you can get done. How much more? And and I'll share, right? In, in full transparency, and hopefully this helps someone. My issue many, many moons ago was procrastination. I have this ability and 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 I used to brag about it. Yeah, yeah. I called it make magic. I make magic. You know, I can the late in a week, one of the things is I don't, you can reach me when you need to reach me, and I never miss a deadline. However, I can do it late when the clock is right about to strike 12 and Cinderella is about to turn back, you know, her coat loose her shoe and the coach is about to turn in a pumpkin. However, what would have happened, how much more would I have been able to do had I not waited or procrastinated because it's something that came easy to me, you know, because sometimes these things are your strengths, your gifts. They're your talents. They're your ability. So then you know you're really good at it. So that's what I mean by then you look yourself in the mirror and clients or, you know, other people that you're working with is going like, wow, this is wonderful. And I go, but there's more inside of me. There is more. I could have done so much more. <laughs> I could have done so I'm much playing more. a small game. Yeah. Like- so I had, and so I had to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm, st- if I'm being tr- fully transparent, yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm still dealing with that because, you know, people see the podcast, they see the mm-hmm. thing that and they're like, man, Lydia's doing so much. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, but you know, there's more. I know there's more. And then, and, and, and for the rest of the world, if you did nothing else, the world would be satisfied. Yeah. However, there's this little thing. Thing inside of us that goes, there's more. There's more. I can go further. Actually, I should be further. Yeah, I should be a lot further. If we're being honest. Yes, yes. And that's that mirror. Let me find out you're my mirror, Sharia. That's that's my gift. I identify (laughs) blind spots that create barriers. You know, that impede upon, you know, a person's success in their business. And that's what we do. And so then now, once again, and being open to that and and, and letting that sink in and even getting to that feel good place to say, because this is not the space where you allow or, you know, someone would allow the small talk to go, oh, you should be further. 
you know, you, you, you can do more that's more inside of you. This is when you take a breather and go, you know what? There is more. There is more. And allow me to introduce, reintroduce myself. You know? Yes. Let me reintroduce myself because you guys, you you know, you think you know me, but right. now let me show, let me do the big unveil, you know, reveal. Ooh, I love it. Let you make me want to reintroduce reveal. myself, child. Yeah. Because they think let they know, me, but they have no idea. There's so much more. So much, so much more. So and much that's more. what I find with our entrepreneurs, right? Our entrepreneurs. And, and even if someone is not looking to start a business, it may be a project that they're yeah. looking or a launch or idea, an idea that they have, you know, to make sure like take, take the jump that is it's in yeah. you. It could be a relationship. And you don't need the validation. Don't look for validation. Mm. Look for Surround yourself with the coaches, the accountability partners that's going to cheerlead. I said your spark team that's going to be your cheerleader. Right. To pull you and to pull and push you to your next. And like you said, the comfort zone, getting out your comfort zone sound like a cliche because most of my clients actually get upset at me. And I told them, I'll tell them way in advance, you're going to get upset. (laughs) I'm going to make you angry. Because I'm really going to take you to a space that you've never been. And I'm going to challenge you. And some people are like, why do I have to do this? This is ridiculous. Do it. And when they do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I once had somebody go in the middle of times. I'm in New York Times Square. Told them they couldn't use their own money. But I want them to feed 20, collect money and feed 25 homeless people Mm. and guess what they did they got at first they huff and puff it was a group they were really angry about it but then when they got out of themselves right they end up connecting they end up calling up friends to send stuff through cash app they they don't bought burgers hand them out one group actually started singing and dancing collecting money and and they could not believe that without going to a conference room, devising a whole plan, and then two weeks later launching it, they actually did it in an hour. Wow. Wow. The I things we now, can do. The things we can they do. They fed 25 homeless people, collected money and fed 25 homeless people within the hour. Wow. Look at, look. <laughs> now, if you would have gave someone else that project, even if you give it to me, right, you would think like, okay, I'm going to go back to the drawing board. We're going to put a plan together. I'm going to do a fundraiser. I'm right. going to put a flyer together. I'm going to put it on social media and let all my friends and everyone know that I, I yes. what you yes. can do. What, what you, can, you do. can do. Amazing. Amazing. So how does someone connect with you? Um, and I know the website is shesoars.com. Correct. Okay. And my social media handles also Facebook and Instagram is she soars, she soars as well. Yeah. And if you want to continue this discussion or send me an email, you can reach me at we soar at she we soar at she soars.com. We're all in this together. We are all in this together. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Thank you so much, Sharia, for sharing your time. <laughs> See what I did there? 
for sharing your time, your quality time with me um, and to be able to speak to it because I, I promise you I'm walking away from this conversation with a whole different perspective on the value of those minutes in that time and as well as the the things I can do if I just am more intentional. And again, those all sound like cliche, right? Because those are all things you hear and, but it's just, it's 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 a little different. <laughs> <laughs> it hits differently it's now. hitting a little different now. <laughs> So I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm here for it. So thank you for sharing that with us. Again, you can go to shesoars.com to learn more about the amazing ways that, that Sharia is teaching you and helping others to be able to soar to new heights in their business, in their professional life, in their personal life, um, is just in various ways so that you can be able to do more, be more, see more, and just, just achieve so much more with the time that you have. Um, so definitely check her out, check out the organization and figure out how you can use your next 1440. Yes, you know? absolutely. <laughs> tap in, tap in, tap in. Yes. And I- thank you so much, Lydia, for this space. May we rise and soar together. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. So until next time, thank you to Sharia and She Soars for being on the show. And thank you all for listening to Leaders on the Rise, Road to a Million and Beyond. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Leaders on the Rise, Season 2, Road to a Million and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you found it helpful. If you did, please leave a rating and review on Spotify or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. We have some amazing guests lined up and I can't wait to share their stories with you. Until next time, keep rising. Keep rising.